Hi, this is Kimberly Chalmers with the Be Well and Be You podcast, where I discuss everything to do with your health, your well-being, and essentially what it looks like in order to live your most vibrant life. Today's episode is titled, Why You Need to Forgive. And I've done this because it seems to be a very strong theme in my life right now. And I tend to find that if something's coming up for me, I find it's also coming up for other people. So I thought, you know, let's just, let's get to the heart of this. And I know there's a whole variety of views on, you know, whether you should or shouldn't forgive, or, you know, maybe some people don't deserve to be forgiven, et cetera, et cetera. So let's dig into why you need to forgive, why I need to forgive. So a friend of mine told me the other day that she believes I am getting my PhD in forgiveness. And, you know, I had to laugh because I thought, oh my gosh, this is a lesson that I thought I had mastered. I thought, yeah, I got this. Clearly not since I am at it again. I was raised, you know, growing up to let go of things, to never hold resentment, to uh, you know, not be upset with people for too long. And most of my life, to be really honest, I have been able to let go without the passage of too much time. And, you know, even when my marriage ended due to infidelity, it was only a few months after that, that I was able to forgive and no one could believe how quickly I moved forward. Sometimes I actually still can't believe how fast I forgave either, but I did. Well, over the past years, I've had a situation that due to privacy, I'm not going to disclose any of the details, but just let me tell you that I have had someone in my life that until recently, I didn't actually really cognitively, consciously realize that I need to forgive. And oh my, do I need to forgive this person? I really wasn't aware of how much of an irritant to my spirit this person was kind of like, you know, like a little grit of sand in your sock. That's just always there. Maybe you don't really notice it. Maybe you can forget it for a while, but then all of a sudden, oh yeah, that's right there. So, you know, I knew I was bothered by their antics and I knew that I really didn't like how they treated those around them, myself included but I just honestly didn't realize how bitter I'd become and how vastly unforgiving I have continued to be. You know, some people in my life think that I don't need to forgive this person as they don't deserve my forgiveness. And that would be an opinion that many of us have when it feels justified to be angry with someone. And it might be righteous anger that you're experiencing or I'm experiencing in a situation. The whole world might even agree. Yet the unforgiving spirit, no matter how justified, will feel the, the heaviness that weighs on us. It becomes something that holds us back from experiencing full joy and full freedom, like real freedom in life. I remember the exact day I forgave my former husband. 
I had known I would eventually forgive him, but I had been so hurt, so angry, so brokenhearted that I hadn't known when I was going to be able to forgive him. So I knew I would. I didn't know when. I didn't know how. I couldn't even really foresee how this would ever happen. And it was three months after the day I discovered the truth when I woke up one morning and it was clear that I had forgiven him. I felt lighter and and honestly quite joyful. I was at that moment free from the self-torture of anger and resentment because it really became something where I was feeling kind of ugly for my anger, my bitterness. I was just realizing like, ugh, all my conversations are just icky and yucky. <laughs> I was just wow, didn't like this person that I was becoming in the midst of, yes, of course, we have to honor our feelings. And yes, of course, we need to feel our feelings. It's really important not to just dismiss them. And yet for me, it, it was almost like this plague. It was like, I'd wake up feeling this way. I go to bed feeling this way. I just felt that way all the time. And so when I forgave, and it really was just overnight, I just forgave. Uh, Honestly, it just was such a relief. It was such a release of this inner torture. And I really see that there were two big keys to my being able to forgive in the first place. One was an, an awareness that I needed to forgive. I think often this is, you know, this is the first thing when they talk about addictions and all sorts of, you know, harmful things that we're doing to ourselves. If we have no awareness, it's very hard to even begin on the, on the journey, isn't it? So this awareness, this consciousness that at some point I would forgive, that was a big key. The second part was just a belief So it was an awareness that I would need to forgive and then a belief that I would one day forgive. Ultimately, I was open to it, right? I was open to forgiving him. I was open to forgiving myself at the same, you know, the same time. I'm sure it was just, you know, it wasn't necessarily in the exact same moment that I did, but it it was a process of, you know, mutual forgiveness. I for him and I for myself. If I had been totally shut off to the idea, I'm sure it would have taken a very long time for for me, a much longer period of time. And really with the subsequent personal suffering that would have happened. So in this present day situation, I wasn't even aware. You know, that step one, being aware that you need to forgive wasn't even aware that I need to forgive this person. I wasn't open because I didn't even see it, right? (laughs) It's like, you know, now I think, oh my gosh, it's so obvious. But in the midst of it, I just felt so justified for everything that I was seeing and feeling and believing and, and whatnot. And so, yes, probably my spirit knew, but consciously I have, yeah, I've been in total denial. So here we are approaching the Christmas season, which is meant to be a season of love and generosity. And the best thing I can do for myself is to forgive this person. It's one of the most generous gifts I can give to myself. The reality is forgiveness isn't actually for the other person. 
it is a gift for you. It's a precious, beautiful, loving gift to yourself. So how do we even, how do we even begin to forgive? You know, if if this is a brand new journey for you and you have a litany of, you know, experiences and people in your life where you've just continued to feel uh, victimized, hurt, upset, this might be a very challenging concept even. And I, and I get that. I fully, fully appreciate that. So, you know, uh, let, let's start with a basic understanding that's important to come to. And sometimes this is a real journey as well. Often the upset we are feeling towards someone, it's disappointment that they haven't met our expectation of what we think they should or shouldn't do. When, when we begin to see that it's our unmet expectation that we're most upset with, then we can actually begin the process of forgiveness. When we stop holding the other person to a standard that they may never be able to meet, then we can begin to let go. So it, it, in a lot of ways, it doesn't mean validating who that person is or validating their actions or saying it's okay, what they do, what they did, but it's understanding at a, at a foundational level that we have an expectation they may never meet. We may expect that, you know, they have certain values, certain uh, moral standards, certain actions, certain decisions, et cetera. We may have a standard that we think they should meet because that's how we would be. We would never behave in the way that they behaved. So when we continue to expect that they're going to behave that way, we're going to continue to be disappointed. Every time they do something, we're going to be continually disappointed in them, in the situation, et cetera. And then it's almost like it, we re-injure ourselves. We re-hurt ourselves all along the way. So when we actually see that the other person is being true to who they are and that they are unlikely to follow our rules, they're really unlikely to follow our morals, our values, then we can begin to let them live their life outside our mind. Now, I'm talking in terms of, you know, perhaps somebody that you may or may not even want in your life, but even for those people that we love so dearly and they're in our lives and we might have similar morals and and values and, and ideals in life, but as long as we continue to hold them to a standard of what we expect of them, we will continue to be hurt. We will continue to feel um, that, that disconnect and we will continue to feel pain. And we are constantly hurting ourselves because we're allowing the other person to take up rent in our minds. We're allowing these expectations to you know, take up this incredible space when we are filled with expectations, we're filled with frustrations and filled with hurts that, that may never even be resolved between us and that person. Yet the thoughts and feelings keep plaguing us as long as we stay in unforgiveness. It's like this vicious 
cycle and will continue to be triggered and continue to, you know, and, and when you think about it in terms of relationships and often, you know, the person you're partnered with in life is a mirror for ourselves and the work that we need to do. They're often, you know, our greatest teachers if we allow them to be. And they're often the person that we do get most triggered with. And so if we're constantly allowing this to take up space in our mind. We're, we're just going to continue to feel that hurt. We're just going to continue to feel this way. So let's look at how, how you might feel when you do forgive. And I want to share just briefly a time uh, a number of years ago where I had felt violated. Some people would say I was a victim. I personally don't believe in being a victim because uh, to me, I don't want to embody that. I, I never want to embody the essence of being a victim. I want to embody being a powerful, um, enlightened person. And so while I will have feelings exactly the same as everybody else, and I will have these journeys, these painful journeys. They're not a place that I will, I will permanently reside. So I, 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 I'm really careful not to have labels of things, whether I've received a diagnosis for health or uh, mental health or, or anything like that. I'm really, really mindful to be free from any kind of labeling and just you know, be in the feeling so in this situation, I felt violated. That is how I felt. And so I went to counseling because I didn't want to feel so terrible anymore. I just, I, it was a friend of mine who's, who, you know, I finally confided in about the situation. And they said to me, like, gosh, Kimberly, like, this is what happened to you. Do you not realize <laughs> And I was like, no, I didn't actually realize at all. And, you know, here I am just feeling this terrible, terrible feeling. And so at that point I realized I needed to see a therapist. So this therapist walked me through a process. It was really amazing where this actually allowed me to shift the experience from feeling so horrible and feeling terrible to actually feeling neutral, like just really like just nothing. It was like, there was no more triggers, no more anguish, no more shame, just peace and calm and neutrality. And I've even seen this person several times over the years as we just happened to live close by. And each time I just feel neutral. It's like, huh, isn't that interesting? I, I, honestly, as though it never happened. And, and that's not to diminish my experience. It's just to recognize that through this process, when we can forgive, we can let go of that, that, that space and that, you know, that sort of density that's within our, in our being, in our hearts and our minds. So forgiveness really allows us to feel that lovely nothingness about someone or a situation. We no longer need to hang on to the anger, the bitterness, the resentment, the fear, the horror, or, or whatever else we're feeling. Now, there are layers of forgiveness. And, and of course, forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean that you're never going to feel hurt by a person again. But each time, each time you're maybe triggered or maybe you're reminded, 
it allows you to add another layer of forgiveness. Each time is like an invitation to go deeper in your forgiveness journey. It's not to feel like, oh gosh, I thought I already forgave this person. It's, it's not about that. It's not about saying, you know, I didn't do it right, or I didn't get it the first time. It's it, none of that. It's just understanding that sometimes there are layers. Sometimes it's that, you know, oh, there's another layer here. So I must've forgiven this part, but, oh, there's this whole part. And it depends on where we're at in our journey in life. And so sometimes we're met with another circumstance or another situation. And all of a sudden we realize there's this whole other piece that is inviting us to forgive again or anew. Now, sometimes of course you're going to forgive and it's one and done, right? <laughs> sometimes the lesson was learned and you get to move on. There's, there's no right way. And it never requires you to forget what happened. Forgiveness simply requires you to be kind to yourself, to allow yourself to free up space in your mind and your heart that can be better used for other thoughts and feelings and loved ones. It allows you to just feel so much peace. So what do you do with relationships or situations that require your forgiveness? What do you even, where do you even begin here? So it's really worth it to look at your relationships, to look at the upsets in your life and to see where you could benefit from forgiving someone. Now, I always recommend using pen and paper, you know, that kinesthetic um, response is just so powerful for being able to bring things to, from the subconscious to the consciousness. For some people, it's just speaking it out loud. For some people, using your imagination, whatever that looks like for you. So first thing is to make a list of all the people you're upset with or incomplete with, or who haven't done what you wanted them to do. So you've had unmet expectations. So that's your first thing. The second is, is there one person or situation that you feel most triggered by or that really stings the most? So looking at that, so making a list. And then is there kind of one that really stands out to you? And then the third thing is to acknowledge it and notice how you feel. You feel discouraged, disappointed, angry, resentful, hurt, traumatized, bitter, gutted. That's, that's sometimes the word I use. I'm like, oh, I just feel so gutted. It's like this guttural feeling, right? You feel sad. Acknowledging it is super important. This is not about you know, invalidating your feelings. This is not about dismissing how you feel. Your feelings are real. So acknowledging those feelings. The fourth is to take some deep breaths and honor your feelings. Honor this experience that you went through or that you're still going through. Truly honor that. Sometimes it's really helpful to put your hand on your heart, put your hand on your, on your belly and just take some breaths and just feel, be connected, be in your body, feel, and just breathe in that life force, that oxygen, just breathe it in and just honor who you are and where, have you, where you've been. And the fifth is simply decide that you will begin the process of forgiveness. It's not about knowing how it's all going to happen, right? It's not about, 
you know, the perfect solution that this is how you forget this is never about that because everybody's got a different journey, but deciding it is setting the intention that you will. It doesn't matter the timeline. Time is not linear anyways. So we don't need to worry about the timeline. It's just deciding, make that decision. So what do you do when it feels impossible? Like, oh, no way. Like I can't, I can't even believe this. I do not even have the belief that I can forgive, right? So you may not have that belief right now and that's okay. You may not, it may not seem real, but the decision to begin the process is powerful. You just, I'm just on the journey. So setting that intention allows your whole being to go to work to make that a possibility. Simply deciding this is the path for you will allow your being to move in that direction. Sometimes, even though you know you'd like to forgive, it will seem like you're going to continue to be shown all the ways this person does not meet your expectations. It's going to come up over and over and over again. It's, it's this amazing thing, right? Where it's like, I really have to learn this lesson. Yes. Yes, you do. You may feel like it's totally impossible to forgive such horrible atrocities or such terrible behaviors. Or how could they do this to me? Well, you're going to face a lot of reminders of how they don't measure up to your expectations and how they continue to keep failing you. These lessons are for you. These lessons that once learned will set you free and will bless your whole life. So trust the process. Trust, trust, trust. This isn't happening to you. This is happening for you. When you adopt a belief that things are for you versus happening to you, even just that shift will radically transform your whole life. So keep in mind that forgiveness is not about letting somebody off the hook. Quite the contrary, this is about letting you off the hook. It's about you being free from the torturing thoughts, the endless mind chatter and unconscious destruction you're doing to your body, your mind and your soul when you don't forgive. It's the biggest gift to your whole being when you forgive. It is the ultimate and healing and wholeness. And if you are having troubles with the idea of forgiving someone because you believe that what they've done is unforgivable, it's unimaginable, it's unconscionable, it may be helpful to begin with forgiving yourself for any part you had. I personally often feel quite upset with myself that you know I didn't say anything or I didn't say enough or that I let something go on without doing something about it. like, what was I thinking? You know, there's any number of upsets with myself for being in the situation in the first place, but forgiving myself, forgiving yourself may be the best place to start. And sometimes from there, we're then able to begin that process of forgiving someone else. So either for self-forgiveness or for the practice of forgiving someone else, this prayer, which I know I have shared on this podcast in the past. Uh, it's one of my favorite prayers. And I've known this for many, 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 many years. And it's so cool because I'm starting to hear it come up in other podcasts and from other people now, because I think it's just, it's catching on because it's so incredibly, beautifully effective. It is a, it's a wonderful prayer to chant whenever you like. It's very short. 
it's a few words, that's all. And it really will help you to start the process of forgiveness for both you and the person who's not met your expectations. So it's the Ho'oponopono prayer. And it goes like this. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And sometimes I will say this over and over and over and over and over again, especially if I'm super angsty and everything's all knotted up and I'm really, oh, like just so angry and so frustrated. You know, at first I may not feel it and I may be just saying it because I know it's good for me. But after a while, I'll feel my heart begin to soften as I continue to repeat the words. It's really powerful. I highly, highly recommend trying it. If you have someone yet unforgiven in your life, remember the first step is the awareness. Just the awareness. Awareness, the forgiveness is that beautiful step in the right direction. And then trust that even though it feels impossible right now, like just uh, no way, no how, trust that you will one day forgive them. And this is going to be the greatest gift for yourself. So I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that this is not an easy subject, but the more we forgive, the more we all heal, like collectively, the more we all heal, the more we can all be the full expressions of our true selves. And it then has a ripple effect that can just spread throughout our communities, throughout our worlds. So, so appreciate you for you. So appreciate you tuning in today. You can find me on Instagram at Kimberly R. Chalmers. You can find me on Facebook at Kimberly Chalmers. You can also find me online at KimberlyChalmers.com. Basically, just look up my name. (laughs) You can find me Pinterest, wherever. Um, But really just always so appreciate hearing from you. I just, I treasure those comments that I receive from people where they say, oh, this nugget really meant something to me today. Or, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I needed to hear. You read my mind. I just love that because really it's about all of us tuning into this collective consciousness and really being a part of this world together and supporting one another to raise our consciousness, to be more love for one another, to set ourselves on the path of personal freedom and and forgiveness. So as always, be well and be you.